0: Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh boy. Here we are. The John Peckman Podcast. I'm John Peckman coming to you from the podcast studio of Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance in beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over to Bridge Start Looking Left. And we are here today with, his name is Mr. Ed Iaruso and he is as rare as a unicorn around these parts. A pedal steel player, pedal steel guitar player. Go figure. Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. How many are
1: there?
0: Uh, Can't be too I, many.
1: There's, there's not too many. Uh, I don't like competition, <laughs> 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 but there's some. There's some good players in this state. Really? Yes, there are. There are. There are a number of good players.
0: Wow, that that I didn't. You're the one. I know one. You. <clears throat> well, I don't, I don't think I know any other ones.
1: They like anything other. You know, like a lot of other instruments. You know, you you know a few guys that play Mm -hmm. but you know for every guy you know there's probably 10 out there that you know you know you don't know yeah yeah you know so yeah we're out there
0: yeah that's kind of cool how does uh, so where did you grow up i grew up in meriden okay meriden that's near me in wallingford that's cool yep all right how does how do you because this is like a different a slightly different world than than my world, I guess. How does one become a pedal steel player? Why? Did you start on any other instrument, or how does that happen?
1: I started playing trumpet when I was huh? five years old. Whoa. Probably played until I was 14 or 15. Okay. Played with the school bands and played in a marching band for years. Um, and I switched over to guitar probably around, I think, fifth or sixth grade. Okay you know i was probably 10 or 12 then mm-hmm. 10 11 12 somewhere in there
0: what what made you uh, switch to guitar
1: the beatles yeah right right <laughs> there you go
0: you're like this is it for me i don't see anybody oh, yeah. in the beatles playing no trumpets yeah. you are like where's the trumpet player at yeah
1: yeah yeah it was the beatles um and i lied my way and i lied my way into my first musical experience oh really yeah i had a couple friends of mine in school Ron Short and uh, Dave James, okay. who were guitar players. And I said, oh, I play guitar. <laughs> I'd never picked one up. <laughs> right,
0: right. I better learn now. <laughs> yeah, so
1: I, uh, I, bought a gu- I, I I bought a guitar. For, it was a big hollow bo- F-hole mm-hmm. hollow body, and I put one of these pickups on. that You could slide up and down. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, I picked it up from there. And I think my first paying gig, I think I was... Thirteen, maybe fourteen. Oh wow! Okay. We played for uh, <coughs> excuse me. We played for Dave's mom at I uh, I don't know one of these things where it's all single older single people, mm-hmm. you know. And we did Ventures and sure. a few Beatles tunes. Nice. And nice. At the time, so yeah, that's how I. You like got the lead started. guitarist? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay. No, I. Uh, you just kind of strumming. I was just trying to strum along, okay. read the chord charts, mm-hmm. so. That's cool.
0: And then how does uh how does pedal steel how does that happen?
1: Well, it must have been around sixty seven or sixty eight. Okay. Um I got into the whole country rock thing. With, okay. With Poco. Okay. Pure Prairie League. Yeah. I just love the sound of the instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny because I um there was a music store in Meriden called Carl's Electronics.
0: Okay, I don't know where. They were whereabouts.
1: They were uh, on the northern part of Colony Street. Okay. If you go up Colony Street in Meriden, it, Jimmy Azzalina's music box was on the right, right in downtown Meriden. Yeah. And um, Carl's was a little farther up, and he sold. He, he had an electronics store there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd go with my dad and we'd buy tubes for the nice. for our TV. We'd oh, get a tube yeah. tester and yeah. we'd, we, we'd do all the tube That's testing. That's awesome. But he, um, he sold, aside from that, he had, a, he had an array of all kinds of guitars. He sold Vox guitars, had the oh. teardrops and nice. Vox amps, and nice. he had this Showbud Maverick mm. uh, steel guitar. It was a beginner's guitar. It was about three hundred bucks, I think, and this is probably had to be sixty-seven, sixty-eight. And um, I was just intrigued with the sound, so I I bought it and didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, right. No one, I couldn't find anybody to teach me. I didn't know, didn't even know how to tune it. How
0: different is it from a six-string electric guitar?
1: Uh, it's, it, it's, diff- I don't
0: know thing one, so I'm interested. It's
1: pretty different in that. You know, ten most most steel's ten strings. Okay, and you have three floor pedals. The basic guitar is three floor pedals, and you'll have, you'll have anywhere from two to five knee levers. Wow. So, but this was hmm. a simple guitar. I think it had three floor pedals and a knee lever. Okay. Um, so a good
0: place I, to start, at least.
1: Yeah, and I messed around with it for a number of months, but, but I didn't even know how to tune it. Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, why
0: didn't you just go on YouTube? I mean,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like now you could, it's easy.
0: Oh, I'm, it, I'm it, doing it's that. a totally different world now. <laughs> but know. back
1: then, um, I finally, f- I found a guy actually who lived nearby where I grew up, where I was living with my folks, um, who played, and he gave me a couple lessons, showed me how to tune it to get started, mm-hmm. gave me a few lessons, and then I was off and kind of running with it. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's how I got started. Yeah, that's with it.
0: interesting. So that it's a different
1: tribe. Yeah, um, you know, is it an open tuning? No, like uh, my my basic guitar now is my my, uh, Emmons double neck has a E nine tuning on the top neck, okay, and a C six tuning on the on the lower neck. The C six tuning lends itself more to jazz playing. Okay, more you know minor 7th chord. You, okay. g- you can get that stuff a lot easier. It's tuned a little bit lower. You can get uh, real bass out of it.
0: So as this style developed? So pedal steel players were kind of in a couple of different kinds of well, they were, bands or something?
1: Well, the, the guys that were back then, um, there were guys like Buddy Emmons and Curly Chalker who okay. could play both, both necks mm-hmm. and um, were really good at it. And... Um, they, they, and like I said, each neck lent, lent itself better to certain types of playing. Um, even nowadays, the pedal steel players say the their C6 six neck, they, they play for their own enjoyment, but the uh, e ninth neck is the money neck. Oh, you I know? see. So, when, it,
0: your first one was not a double.
1: No, no, it was a single E9. Did doubles exist yet? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. yeah.
0: So there's a certain point where you're like, yo, I'm ready.
1: Yeah, and then um, when uh, you know, I I tired of the um, of the Showbud Maverick, uh, and they were they were it was cheesy. Do you still have it? No. Okay. No, and I tell you the truth, I can't remember what happened to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I went to um, probably sixty eight, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Right around sixty eight, I took a trip with a bunch of friends. We went down, and I bought my first real pro guitar at Manny's. Oh. Okay. So I went and bought a showbud Professional, and um, and then you know really started to dig in. Were you ready book. for it? Oh yeah, yeah. Because so the, you were the, like okay. Yeah, because the Maverick could only do so much. The it was hard hard to keep it tuned. I, sure. You know, right. The mechanics have have improved tremendously over the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many years. So with your it, with ear, you were
0: ready. You were like, I'm ready for. Oh, the Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Cool. That's cool.
0: So you went right at it, like when you got it right away? You just started catching up?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I, um, after I had those initial lessons, I um, I hooked up with a guy, uh, Ray Gannick, um, who's a steel player. Um, and I took a bunch of lessons from him at uh, the music store down in uh, New Haven. Guitars Unlimited.
0: Okay, I don't think I knew that place. Yeah,
1: they were... Um, uh, Goldie's was down there, and if you yep. went a couple blocks over and up, um, it was right across from the Porno Theater.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah, I remember that place <laughs> no, 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 no. in
1: New Haven. Uh, guitars Unlimited—they had a—they had a couple floors, tons mm-hmm. of guitars and stuff. And I took lessons from him there for, for quite a while. And okay. he really got me going. Oh, nice! So showing me how to you know do certain things. So is
0: this mostly? Country music. At, so, oh, yeah. So you got out of Beatle, rock and roll Beatle bands and into a different thing, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, because uh, when I was playing guitar, um, yeah, I mean, that that's what we were doing. We I was with bands, and we'd, we'd do the shows at Hubbard Park. Mm-hmm. You know, with a, I mean, a, the first review.
0: Did Rob DeRosa book it? Maybe, <laughs> he might have, you
1: never know. He might, He might have, <laughs> but I remember back then, we did a show, we did a, concert at because he used to hold concerts at hubbard park band show and they still do mm-hmm. um but we were in a battle of the bands thing there and we got a write-up saying i will never forget the first oh, no. couple lines <clears throat> with, and and with a with a style similar to the rolling stones phylum one. Oh hey that was our band's name phylum one phylum one, one. yeah yes.
0: yeah sure yeah for the first phylum so that's kind of cool.
1: So you know, I mean, and I I played guitar up until, you know, I still play played guitar even when I first started playing pedal steel. I I played guitar, some guitar in bands.
0: Do you still play guitar at all? Very little. Okay.
1: Okay. My youngest son's now; he's into it big time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So.
0: So there was no looking back. Pedal steel.
1: No, not really. A
0: lot of bands that needed pedal steel. It. it, it how do you find your way into the? Because I'm I just come from rock and roll world. I never played with a pedal steel player. Is there a?
1: Well, you just you know I, I just just kind of found my way into mm-hmm. the country bands. There, yeah, There yeah. were a lot of them. Okay. Like. Um,
0: right. That's yeah. Before my time. So.
1: Uh, one of my guitars. One of my first first guitars. That one of my three big mistakes in life was, I sold. Well, four. But coming here. here but that's that, the last that's one. That's right. <laughs> uh, was selling my Strat. Oh. I had a 57 Strat Ooh. that my dad bought me for 120 bucks. I want, a, you can a,
0: only wonder what that would be worth. It with. was a
1: Sunburst Strat, and mm. we, he uh, there was this country band in town with these two guys, the Bates brothers. Okay. And um, they had the guitar for sale, and my dad bought it for me. My dad mm. had never done anything like that because that was a lot of money for him in, in those days. Sure. And. Um, and i liked it but as you know it was a sunburst that had some scratches and stuff like that on mm-hmm. it but it was a great guitar um i'm kicking myself that i, I sold it in, in the mid 80s you know
0: but a lot of people do that cuz the vintage market wasn't
1: no not no you yeah, just I mean, think
0: i want something new now y- y- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so it's out there somewhere yeah oh well
1: i stole sold it to steve baldino and i i called him <laughs> i, I know, called you know, you know, Steve. I do. Yeah. I I, I called. I haven't him, seen him in forever. Me neither. I called him probably a year later and said, "Hey, I'd like to get the guitar back." He says, "I have no clue where it is now." Oh boy. You know, because it, it it was real. The the sentiment of value really hit me. You mm-hmm. know, later on that man my this my dad my dad's not here. Yeah, any yeah, longer. sure. My dad bought me this guitar. So it's
0: not even like get another one. It's like that was the one. Yeah. The one yeah. that got away. Yep. Yeah. Well, so that's regret number one. What's regret number two? Let's go down um. the list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where do you start?
0: Yeah, I don't know. You said <laughs> you said I have three I have three regrets in my life. Well, that's one. I don't know what they ju- are. Let's
1: just keep it at that. All right, all right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's as bad as three. That adds yeah. up to three. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that happens. It happens. Um so and then that's it. Pedal steel from then on.
1: Pretty much. Um I um from like 69 on it was pedal steel Mm -hmm. um you know all the bands i was in from that time on um various country bands country rock bands um yeah it was pedal steel yeah you know and 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 all those bands back then were basically pretty much straight country bands although some of the bands i played with like with gary burr we did all kinds of material Mm -hmm. you know um we had a girl singer who was very good, but we did everything from Fleetwood Mac to oh wow to, to right. Prairie League and Poco and yeah. we were kind of all over the map because it's what people wanted to hear and yeah. you know and it fit us so you know
0: so you have to be um got to be creative in your own right like if, if you're playing songs that don't have pedal steel is that typical for pedal steel players do you think or because like you're kind of like straddling the line of rock band and country band so you know you're able to
1: well i've always um the older i get and the farther along i I got playing Mm -hmm. the more i started straying from the country the straight country stuff okay um yeah because i i just i just i liked a lot of other stuff and i like trying to put pedal steel to it oh cool you know um Yeah, that's really, that's cool. I mean, and it really kind of blossomed with the Shinolas because, you know, we only do, you know, what a third of our set is really, you could call maybe country stuff. Everything else is, you know. Yeah,
0: you got to find your way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, I don't listen, I haven't listened to country music, at least on the radio in 20 years. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, I just. So you uh,
0: just kind of, you got your own thing going. You got your own way.
1: Yeah, I um I still love a lot of seven well a lot of '80s and '90s country music. I really like such as tell us some good stuff. Uh, well, more recent stuff is like I'm a big Brad Paisley fan. Okay, um, but back then, um, let's see who else was there? Um, geez, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, because right like
0: now. the '90s was a country that was a there was like a I don't know if it was a revival, but even I was into it then. You had some good stuff. Well, I really stuff, like guys right?
1: like I really like like Alan Jackson, mm-hmm. George Strait, Yep, um, uh, Jody Messina, who was a who is a singer from somewhere up in Massachusetts. Okay, and she had um, she had some pretty good success with her first couple albums, and I just really dug her stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just kind of you know straight and and you know. I listen to things like now, like because we played with Chris Collingwood a number of years back. Okay, I'm into Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sit and play play that's, along with that. Oh, that's that's cool. You know, I mean, it just you know, I dig that music, and I you know, it, it, is it well, is it, it like that in the pedal
0: steel community? I'm sure there's some guys that are still like country, and that's it.
1: Oh, or one of my big disappointments. Right, you, is you, there's a lot of guys. And, uh, you know, I could say it 20 years ago. There are a lot of older guys. Well, I'm one of those older guys now. Yeah, right, now, right, right. But there was always and still are a number of holdouts with with steel players that, you know, if it's not Merle Haggard or mm-hmm. Ray Price, it's not music. Mm. You know, and they're just so... They're, to me, they're just stuck in that. Right, and right. I've, and I've just never... That's cool. You know, I've never been there. Because there's... Albums like Buddy Emmons, one of the biggest pedal steel influences of all time. He's got a number of albums out that he did with a, I don't know whether 10 or 11, 12 piece big band. Oh, wow. Okay. And they do. So he's
0: pushing it even then. He's taking it Oh, yeah. It, and this is going, going back
1: 20 years now at yeah. least. And, and they're doing things like uh, Honeysuckle Rose and all this big band stuff from mm-hmm. the 40s and 50s. And there's some steel players out there who are tremendous bebop players. Oh, wow. Tremendous. Is that players.
0: like a new newish thing? No,
1: guys have been playing it forever. Guys They're like, on the other neck, though.
0: They're on the... Yeah,
1: a lot of it. Guys like Doug Jernigan. Um, Doug Jernigan played with... I forget the, the fiddle player's name. He passed away a number of years ago. Um, I wouldn't big, know. Big fiddle player. And they did... Um, and <clears> they did... A, a ton of that stuff mm. you know and it, there's it, some country there's some old so it's country. just music just yeah straight yeah. up
0: anything that's good that has changes that's good
1: yeah i mean that's what i love about the jazz stuff is the changes i mean yeah they're tough for me but god i love it why not
0: right so there's some older old guys probably not alive anymore <laughs> you're like the young dude that's messing yeah and with i'm this. almost 70 yeah <laughs> oh well hey that's all right Hey, that's cool though, and then you you manage to. Pro- I mean, not that it's all about work, but you probably managed to to work more than some purist who's not going to be in a rock and roll band.
1: Well, somewhat, but still, most of uh, most of the time with my playing, um, um, through you know, up up until probably just a few years few years ago, still most of the work was straight country work. Oh wow, okay. You know, it was you know. Uh, Uh, I've played in a number of bands since the, well, since the 80s. Uh, You know, it's been pretty much straight country stuff. Yeah. You know, Haggard and some of the chick country singers. So was the
0: Shinolas, that was when you kind (coughs) of got back to your rock roots in a way? Kind of busted out of the country? For the
1: most part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there was a little bit here and there with certain bands um, that that would throw in a tune here or there. But for the most part, they were they, all those bands were straight country. That's what the clubs wanted, and that's what, sure. the, that's what the bands wanted to do. Sure,
0: but you guys, the Shinolas, in case anybody doesn't know, so we had Jim Chapdelaine on a few weeks ago. He's a guitar player, and you, and he, and Lorne Entrest, who we're gonna have next week, is the drummer. Then there's the bass player, Paul Kachansky. You guys made a band yep. that was an almost an anything goes band.
1: Pretty much, more or
0: less, on yeah. the roots oriented meaning yeah. like you're not going to bust into hip hop necessarily, yeah. but yeah. but that's cool. So who did you know? Because I didn't know I knew Jim. I didn't know any of you other guys. Where's the connection? Did Jim know you? You all knew each other?
1: No, I. The only I knew Jim. I talked to Jim once on the phone. Oh wow! Back around 1995 or 96. <laughs> sure. I got. Let go, I was a manufacturing engineer at Pratt & Whitney. Okay. And I got let go. Okay. And I said to my wife, I said, well, you know what? I'm gonna start really pushing my steel playing and see if I can find some work. Sure. So I started getting phone numbers and I called his studio to talk to him. (laughs) Yeah, Noise R Us or
0: whatever it was back (laughs) in the day. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know, I was a polite no thank you. Oh, wow. Um. F but that F that guy. <laughs> yeah. We don't need what him. What does he know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but but what it was, was um Lauren contacted me.
0: Okay, so you knew him.
1: I didn't know him. Oh, okay. He contacted okay, me out of the blue. Okay. And um told me a little bit about himself and he says, Well, yeah, I play some country music and he you know, I think he's living in Glastonbury at the okay. time, you know and I said, Wow, you yeah. know, Well, I've been playing in country bands all my life. Right. How come I don't know you? Yeah, right, right, (laughs) right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was
0: he new to the area? I don't know where he's from. I don't think so. No, I think
1: he's been here for a while. But then I realized, you know, I came to realize later that Lauren was playing with, he was a step above. Oh. You know, he was doing stuff, you know, with with larger, not larger ensembles, but... You know he'd had a better career, so okay. to speak, okay, so I because he wasn't playing in local bands, he had, so here
0: you are thinking, I never heard of you yeah hopefully. and and you and you're lucky he heard of you, <laughs>
1: like, yeah, and I whoops. forget how he did, yeah, yeah, I forget how he did, so um so i you know, actually I was interested, and I said, yeah, sure, you know, yeah, and so I showed up for rehearsal one day, and uh and it, it's it's all, and that's when the legend began, Oh,
0: okay. So, Lauren brought you in, yep. and said, "I want maybe we'll get pedal steel, so we can go we can do country when we want to do country and because you could play rock, yeah, you can go any yep. any old way,
1: yep, so um, kind of cool, yeah, the best thing I've ever done musically is with those guys, wow, that's Love cool those guys, oh,
0: yeah, it's a great band, you know yeah, no, that's all it's always um uh, always a gas, yeah, you guys are it's it's a great combo for sure, that's awesome, do you consider?" Is this is kind of a? I guess this is a weird question. I never thought of it. Pedal steel. When you do, you consider yourself a lead guitarist in a way in the ensemble. Is pedal steel a lead instrument, or it's everything? It's kind of everything, right? It's not like a. You don't play rhythm, so it's not like a rhythm. No, it's 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 really interesting, right? It's a.
1: It's it's really hard to to get that rhythm effect when when you're playing with sure uh, with with three finger picks on sure yeah right and, and you right, can't right you can't strum across the strings right so you're like texture yeah texture or or leads
0: you know, or, or leads yeah so your head so you're a soloist so it's improvising and soloing yeah and yeah i i hope so more so well i'm just yeah i'm yeah. just like the mentality yep you know cuz in a rock band obviously you got the a lead guitar player and a rhythm guitar sure. player and you're kind of sure. like covering a couple of different bases. Yep. That's cool. That's really wild. Why you know, I'm going to ask you because you you're the pedal steel representative now. So I'm going to ask any question that I could ever have ever thought of. Am I I always thought it was maybe it's not interesting or why I always thought it was interesting that when I got to pay attention to pedal steel, that it's about solid state amps, right? Pretty much instead of tube amps. Yep. yep. Has that always been the
1: thing? Um, and why? Well, it it hasn't always been the thing. There's there's still guys. I, I mean, my first steel amp, if you will, mm-hmm. was I had a Fender Twin. Okay. That uh, I pulled the twelves out, made a new plate, and put a 15 in it oh wow and guys like um,
0: why why a 15 does it have that kind of it's got that kind of info it's
1: got a better bottom end on it if you're playing c6 neck because you have a, a real low string on your c6 okay it's got a better end so
0: it's somewhere between a bass amp and a guitar amp kind of maybe yeah
1: okay. yeah and um like up until like buddy cage from the new riders okay he played he, up until the end he played through fender twins
0: okay um so guys do that you can do that
1: yeah but they're uh but pv uh came out with a line of pedal steel amps geez i don't know 30 years ago now okay um and that's
0: like the cube that you see everyone with it's just like
1: yeah they're 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 yeah yeah uh with 15s they're usually um they have a 15 in them they've they came out with a new amp uh a number of years ago that when they got the um, EQ right on, they, they came out with amps with 12s in them that, that work.
0: Okay, so it'll it'll have the guts of the 15, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, but they're all solid state amps.
0: Yeah, that's, is there a reason? I don't know. Yeah, I just always, For I don't know, I don't know much, but in my mind I thought, in my, in my simplistic mind, which might be completely wrong, but I'm thinking the pedal steel is an older instrument, I guess? It's older than it's not older than the electric guitar.
1: Oh no, no. Okay.
0: But in my mind, you know, I'm thinking old, yeah, like tube, like a vintagey sound. But then it's like you want super clean, exactly. solid state sound. That, uh, that's more why
1: that and that that's mainly why is is is. You cl- just want it clean. clean. Yeah, you're not you're not trying to overdrive anything. I got gotcha. you. Well, like air yeah, with tube amps. Okay. And I know very little about. I'm no tech by any means. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. But I, you know, so you're uh,
0: better off with the solid state. You don't have to mess around with tubes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You have to pull them out of the old TV, (laughs) or whatever, and see if they work.
1: Nope. Nope.
0: Wow. So solid state is where it's at. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Um, so all right, since again, I'm just going to ask all the pedal steel questions. Um, what is the the whole Robert Randolph thing? Where's he coming from? Remember that dude? It's like oh yeah, it's like a gospel tradition. Or yes. is is that just him?
1: Yeah, they call a uh, sacred steel. Is okay, is what they they call that whole genre, okay. if you will. A different the thing. genre. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, oh, you speak French? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a tremendous player, right? Um, and he can play anything. Hmm. Um, but I think he may be another guy that he's a he uses a lot of effects. Okay. Um, he may be using tube amps. I forget. Oh, okay. he, yeah. he put out um. He put out a, a, a video a couple of years back on YouTube that he kind of went through all his gear. Yeah, yeah. And I believe he was using a bunch of tube amps. Okay, so he's a different,
0: Yeah, he's like a maverick.
1: Because what he, um, uh, and he can play some sh- straight up country or yeah, right, he, sure. can, he can wail with fusion or, mm-hmm. you know, blues, whatever.
0: So he's just treating it like you are. It's just, it's an instrument. Instrument. As opposed exactly. to exactly, it's a sound. Yeah, yeah yep. yeah, yep. That's wild. That's really cool. Wow, that's that's cool. So you guys are just starting to play. You had one, You had the one gig. Is it the Shinola? So you guys gonna get back on regular?
1: Or we don't know. We're waiting to see. We're waiting to see. Waiting to see. Please, Jim. Please, Lauren. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, um, for real. Yeah, and I I've been playing with. Um, carrie powers for a number of years now okay I, I love that gig with her oh yeah i don't know um, who that is uh she's a singer songwriter okay. who i think is phenomenal okay nice. um we've been playing with her for a number of years um actually we've done i've done a ton of dates with her we've opened for we've done a ton of dates uh between the two infinities so i've gotten to meet oh nice gotten to meet a lot of people yeah other bands through her doing opening stuff and she's been great to work with. Oh, that's cool. I think she's really talented. I'm really hoping that something really good happens for her. Yeah. Um like that and then like uh, I'm playing the haddam neck fair on Labor Day with uh Steve Deadman and Plywood Cowboy. Okay. Dave's nodding. He knows who that is. You know Steve is yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Oh, we're, okay. Yeah we're um we're doing labor we're doing the Labor Day uh, Saturday night show at, at the fair, okay. Um, and then I got a date coming up with with Carrie. I think the next one with her probably is not until November. Seeing how how everything goes, yeah. Covid sure. and everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. But we're we're opening for Jonathan Edwards. I think up in Norfolk. Um, oh, that's cool. So that's good. It's yeah. Better
0: than a bunch of. You know, crappy bar cover gigs.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I just stopped doing those years ago. Yeah, I just good said, for you. I yeah. just said, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more of this.
0: Uh, quantity, not, or, or what's it? What, oh. Quality, not quantity, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, don't have to run around for that. Yeah,
1: the, and I still, you know, I've got friends that'll still go out and play, you know, and do sure. their, you know. Sure. Eight to 12, nine to one for 60 bucks, and I'm like, yeah please.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. That I guess at some point, you gotta, those days have to be over. Oh, Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did that long enough, I would imagine. Yep. That's cool. All right, so that's what's next. I'm
1: such a musical snob.
0: (laughs) That's all right. Hey, you deserve to be. I mean, we all, at some point, I'm kind of on the borderline, too, myself. I'm just kind of like, eh. I think I only want to do things that make me feel better. Me, too. Instead of worse. you know. And it it
1: doesn't have to necessarily be the money. No. You know, but it's got to be the uh, the gig that's right, you know. Yep. Good good crowd good good place yeah that's why
0: the Shinolas is cool because you guys don't overdo it but it's beautiful like when it's happening it's a room full of people that are there to see you and it's cool and yeah yeah that's cool um never a singer you're not a singer you're not the singer in the shinola's
1: I sang a couple tunes in a my the only band that I ever put together was called the Cow Tones. Okay. And after you heard me <laughs> sing, <after laughs> it you was named after, after you. Have you heard me sing a couple tunes? Oh, okay. You'd yeah. wonder, you know, you'd say, "Oh, that's why." Yeah, well, that's all right. Not everybody,
0: you know. I just noticed that. You but know. I actually,
1: I actually used to do a lot of harmony okay. vocals in a band called Bolton Notch. Oh, there, there I there remember I that that I was in in uh where we were together in the early to mid 90s. Yeah I, yeah, I
0: I remember that. And who else was in that band? I remember that.
1: Dennis Sheridan. He was a he's a real good songwriter. Okay. He's multi-instrumentalist. Mhm. Um, Joan Schroeder is the singer. Okay. And she's got a sweet voice. Uh, really good singer. That band was a lot of fun. Mm. And we did a lot we did a lot of originals and mm-hmm. then and then we d- a lot of straight country stuff, Okay. aside from that. So sure tearing it up. But that was my, uh, that was my foray into uh, vocalizations. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. I did sound for you guys at the uh, Hebron Fair. The um, Hebron Fair. I did sound for you guys at the Hebron Fair. Da- oh, da- really?
0: Dave Kazminski Sr. is here off camera saying he did sound yeah. for Bolton Notch at the Hebron Fair.
1: That's got to be a while ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Do you remember that gig? You're like, yeah, that was a sound man. It was terrible. I'll never forget that gig. It was awful. <laughs> you don't remember? That's fine. You don't have to remember. No, what
1: I rem- <clears throat> excuse me, what I rem- remember about it is how hard it was getting in and out of there. Oh, really? Yeah. The Hebron yeah. Fair. Yeah. Wicked, wicked getting in and out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like the the Durham Fair. I'd done a bunch of gigs mm-hmm. at the Durham Fair awful yeah yeah it's a nightmare yeah even and i've out. done that yeah yeah
0: yeah it's a drag um we have maybe not maybe not nearly as much but we have another thing slightly in common that maybe we can talk about and that's horses you want to talk about that my dad was a horse a horse person a really? horseman yeah yeah um just real quick my dad uh city guy hmm <laughs> I don't know how old he was. He had a motorcycle, and his next hobby was he saw the governor's horse guard mm-hmm. in a parade. Yep. And liked the he liked dressing. He liked the uniform. He was in the service, but never had been on a horse and was <coughs> like, hey, what... You know, and he followed him and said, what's this all about? And he joined the horse guard. And really? Yeah, for, uh, you know, decades. And the, the governor's horse guard. The, yeah, he was really? second second company okay. when they were up in Bethany, and then they uh, moved to Newtown. Yep. But, um apparently i i don't know enough but um he you know had never been on a horse in his life but within two two years he was first sergeant and Mm -hmm. people who were rode horses their whole life said he had a knack like he was really good at it i don't know how that happens but from that point on i think i was probably just starting high school when he did that so i grew up around horses for that period of time Mm -hmm. going to the stables every weekend and um they would go to um this was kind of cool. They would ride from Bethany to to camp, whatever governor it is now, you know, yeah. now it would be, you know, in Niantic yeah. and they would ride for, you know, two days Yeah, huh. and, um, I would work KP, like I would work in the kitchen with the, with the cook. We would get to camp and then have a, mm-hmm. a mess hall, but really. we would prepare meals on the road when they're on the road for two days. We would go get up real, you know. Serve and breakfast, yep. and then hurry and rush to where they were going to get lunch and set yep. up for hours They yep. would eat lunch, and we did that for two days, so anyway, so I was around horses enough, but not as much as you, I would imagine. You want to talk about how what that's all about?
1: Well, Well, um,
0: I was a terrible rider, by the way. I never could get the hang of it.
1: Uh, so am I. Oh, I, really? Uh, I'm a terrible rider, really? Oh I, wow. I haven't been on a horse since. Let's see. My wife and I have been married 35 years now, I think. Oh, that's good. And I haven't been on a horse since in 36 years. Oh,
0: then why am I asking you about What do you have (coughs) to do with horses? You have something to do with them, don't you?
1: Well, Yeah, we have a boarding and training stable. Okay. And he's at them. Okay. Yeah. Nice. My wife's a superb rider and trainer. Oh, okay. So she's the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She went to the Pan American Games back in... Oh, wow. ...88 she was shortlisted for the 92 olympics oh wow
0: you know um so this is that's her world oh yeah okay
1: yeah. so um but yeah we have this farm we have 30 stalls we wow. have pastures and everything and mm-hmm. she we board horses sh- she trains them oh, she wow. gives riding instructions wow but i'm terrible at it i just had no natural feel
0: oh okay i didn't know that i thought
1: when, when my wife and i first started dating She was working uh, in Meriden, and you know, I'll I'll give it a try. Sure. You know, so uh, I'd maybe taken a couple lessons from her. Sure. Not many, but it was maybe like the third lesson. Um, I I get on the horse, and it's a really well trained horse. Sure. Yeah, my dad's all. Yeah, they always very calm. Yep. And I get on him, and um, I have short legs. It happens.
0: So, it happens. So, There's a cure for that, I guess, somewhere. So, I, don't I don't know. So I'm
1: on him, and uh, and I'm just trotting along or whatever it sure. was. And uh, I think it was my left foot slipped out of the stirrup. Uh-oh. So I kind of try to bend over to get my foot left foot back in the stirrup mm-hmm. and then my right foot slips out. Oof. So I kind of close my legs real quick and that's the worst thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, Cause
0: that means let's go. So
1: the, so <laughs> the horse bucks. Yeah. I went up, Oof. up in the air off of them and I came down and managed to just get my hands under me. Ooh. And, uh. and I'm on, I'm, I'm on the ground cursing the horse. Right. Sure. You know, and my wife and my girlfriend at the sure. time, my wife says, uh, are you OK? You, you OK? I said, yeah. And this so-and-so horse. And yeah, yeah. So she says to me, well, that wasn't a horse's fault. That was your fault. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, oh, I know if this relationship's going to continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then my riding lessons aren't. <laughs> yeah, I so know. I hear I'm you. I'm just, but, but actually both my sons have natural ability. They're both great. Riders. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Apparently, my dad did. I didn't have any natural ability, but I guess some people do. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I could never. I, I was I, mediocre. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, horses. Well, you you must know. I mean, their behavior. They're in. They're interesting and f- kind of funny. And that's what they'll do. They'll play dumb if they think, oh, this guy doesn't know how to ride. Oh, they'll they just know. Go, what you told me to uh, do that.
1: Uh, they know. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and so like with the business now, I I. Do I handle them very little because they get over on me? Oh yeah. Oh. You know <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they get over. They they know sure. right away. Oh sure. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah. This clown. Uh, yeah. They. Yeah. I was the same way. They would. They would roll me right over.
1: So me, I'm re- fixing fences, mm-hmm. riding the tractor, trying to stay out of the way. That, yeah, that
0: kind of stuff. Well, so that's all right. That's yeah. okay. I mean, at least you're around them. <laughs> that's cool. That's something.
1: Well, it's been our livelihood for all these years. So wow,
0: that's really cool. Yeah, I miss him. I haven't been, uh, you know, ever since I, I don't remember when my dad, but at a certain point he quit you yeah. know, when he got older and that was it. I was never around horses again. I occasionally miss it. You know, I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, it would be fun to be around. I went out with a girl that had horses too. Mm-hmm. So it was happening for a while, but then not
1: and no. the horses all have different personalities oh yeah yeah they're real big time oh Yo, yeah you know? yeah I, I find that to be true some are wicked friendly and some will you know take a bite out of you <laughs> any chance they get so yeah yep
0: yeah, yep yeah, that'll happen um you know let's uh I okay I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get some info because I want this is the info I want so give me uh I, w- I want to get more, I want to get more into the pedal steel music. Sure. Um, give me a, give me a short list or a long list. Give me something that I should be listening to, to kind of get, get started. Cause I know, you know, things along the way, but like, w- how should I get into this?
1: Well, I think a seminal recording, mm-hmm. um, that I love to this day, and to me it's my favorite live album of all time, is uh, um, On the Night by Dire Straits. Okay. Um, Paul Franklin, who's my, like, my favorite steel player okay. of all time. Okay. Um, his playing on that, he plays pedal steel. Mm-hmm. He plays um, his pedibro, which is a cross between a dobro and a pedal steel. Oh, it's wow. basically a Dobro with with, pedals. With, yeah, with do- with pedals. That's crazy. And he has another thing called the Box, mm-hmm. and because um, his dad's a builder, his his dad builds Franklin Steel guitars. Oh. But it, but his playing on that, um, and if you know the album, all the songs are different on it. Okay. And he kills on all of oh, them. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. You, you know, I mean, a lot of that album. The only thing that's really kind of country on it is a walk of life. Yeah, right. Um, right, and, and, and that's like a, his his solo on that is just mind bending. I mean, huh. steel players refer to that all the time. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll check so, that out. So that and and that's
0: a good inspiration for you because, like you say, he's not a country player per se in this setting. Oh, so it kind of gives you a template of how to how to fit pedal steel into rock. Oh yeah.
1: He and he, like he put out a Christmas album a number of years ago. Huh. And his rendition of Jingle Bells is just... Okay. You know, it's wicked up-tempo. I'll go just, down the... Now
0: you're setting me down a path. I'll go down you know this path.
1: Now that, and um, I'm a big Brad Paisley f- fan. Okay. His, um, his steel player, Randall Curry, is a Canadian kid. Okay. Is just tremendous. Okay. You know, and I because I like the guys that play outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. The straight country stuff. You've been you there, know. done that, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Wish yeah. I could do it better, but the, but I like the stuff that's... You know that it's yeah. kind of on the outside, and yeah, um, I'm a big Paisley fan, and okay. um, I don't know that that's that should be. Um, Paisley's got so many albums out, and one okay. thing I admire about him is does it, he always have the same player? <clears throat> yeah, one thing I that I loved about Paisley was he his first two albums he used uh, studio guys, okay, and the next from third album on I don't know many he's got now yeah yeah he basically used his band yeah 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 for That's cool. that's cool you know and they're all tremendous yeah players. yeah 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 um them um who else uh, I'll check that out um uh, and Simmons I mean, well,
0: well, what was it that blew your mind back in the day like you were saying like you're listening to the Beatles and what was the pedal steel
1: it was the Poco stuff mainly okay alright you know, I'll Rusty get into Rusty Young's that. playing with okay. his he had that kind of high and lonesome thing. He okay. just passed away a few months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Loved. So that. I saw him a bunch of times. Love those guys. Okay.
0: So Poco. All right. Yep.
1: Um, it. some of the new rider stuff. Some of it. Okay. You know. Um, I mean that's older stuff, but newer stuff. What about um,
0: is it is it the old um is the Grant Parsons thing the Burrito Brothers is that in here or is that different?
1: Oh, no, that's in there. I just, um, I mean, I like it, but it's just, it, I don't gravitate towards okay. it. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've got all the recordings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to them from time to time. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, like the the Paisley stuff and the, On the Night, I mean, I'm okay. always putting those CDs in okay. and trying to learn I'll them,
0: check so that I'll, out. I'll check those out. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. All right, well... Um, that that could be the answer to the so you know the the questions that are coming as we kind of get close to I guess, wrapping it up is um Desert Island album would probably be that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. You, you the On the night one yeah. of the, one of the Paisley albums yep. and that Jody Messina that. I okay, love, I'll check that out. I love her album. Okay, I mean I don't know whatever happened to her. I think she yeah. had some bad times. I
0: remember the name. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's funny because I hers. Her album is is it's a desert island album for me. Okay, and she's from Western Massachusetts. Okay, and I've I've called around, asked guys like Duke Levine and yeah, right, guys right. from up there. Sure, do you ever work with her? Do you ever know her? Yeah, yeah. Nobody up there does. Oh you know, wow, or has wow. you know that that I've been able to. Yeah, you know, because I was to just find curious, out you know.
0: Yeah, I've heard the name. I don't remember. Wow, that's cool. All right, so those are desert island albums.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and um uh, Desert Rose Band. Oh, okay. Yeah. I
0: don't know that. What's that?
1: That's with Chris Hillman and John Jorgensen okay. on guitar. Um uh, Chris Hillman. Um I forget the other the other guitar player. I love those guys. Yeah. You know? Um they they had they were real big in the eighties.
0: That's cool. So do you um are you a practicer, a consistent practicer? Some musicians are, some are not.
1: I try to play an hour a day. Oh, that's great! Oh, that's I try, awesome. I try to. Oh, cool. That's it's, cool. It's tough with the phone going on. Yeah, yeah, constantly. sure, sure.
0: No, that's great. And what you got to
1: come fix the fence? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you uh, are you working on something now that you can talk about? I'm always I'm fascinated by practice. I go in and out, but I'm always just curious what people like. Do you have? Are you consistent? or you just like to play? and fool um, around
1: i every day i try to spend some time just working on technique okay and i tr- i'll spend some time trying to learn something new and i'll spend some time that okay i know how to play this i can yep. you know it's enjoyable it's yep. you know take the edge off yep you know but but yeah i try to play for an hour every day oh, that's little, great a little more if i have it
0: that's cool that's awesome. It's
1: tough because I'm fighting my younger son, son now for time. Yeah,
0: right, right. <laughs> he's <laughs> You're t- yeah, he's telling you to turn it down. Turn it down? Oh uh, no, he's he's <laughs> he um
1: he's my, my youngest son picked up my um my telly mm. um a couple years ago now I guess mm-hmm. um yeah you know, can you show me I said Nick I'm no teacher but you know I'll show you this show you this. sure he got into the guitar thing big big time and oh wow. We got him a, uh, I bought him a, um, Les Paul and an amp mm. for his high school graduation. And, uh, <laughs> and they won't thing put I it down. No, no. Well, he put down the, uh, the Les Paul and the amp and, uh, like two months ago, we bought a flying V and a, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and a Marshall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so well, that's cool. <laughs> oh, trying yeah, to, trying yeah. to be Randy Rhodes or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah.
1: loves that. He's the big into Metallica. Yeah. And yeah. Those
0: yeah. Guys. That's cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, well, that's cool. Consistent practice there. That's 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 a cool thing. Yeah, I'm always curious. Um, and then the wacky food question. You know, is there any food that you you eat and you just go, I'd be all right with this every day? Is there something that you could eat every day if there were no consequences? You know what I mean? Like oh, if we yeah, if we yeah, were perfect uh, beings and we could yes, just eat without.
1: Um, uh, shrimp scampi.
0: Oh, shrimp scampi. Dave Kazminski likes shrimp scampi. Well, I don't know what it what what shrimp what what is it? What's scampi? What does that mean? I don't know what shrimp scampi is. That's funny. It's,
1: it's shrimp with uh with linguini or a spaghetti. Okay. With olive oil and some herbs.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. So it's not like a red sauce. It's like oh, no, wha- no, it's like no. a an or yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Shrimp scampi. All right. Who makes the best shrimp scampi?
1: Me. Oh, hey.
0: There you go. All right. Yeah. yeah. All easy right. to
1: make. It's easy.
0: Okay. So you go and get, get your fresh shrimp spot or whatever. Yeah. Get the shrimp.
1: It. Wow. Shrimp De- scampi. I've def- never had it. Defrost it. Yep.
0: Oh. Cool. Shrimp scampi. All right. Um, That could, you know, I mean, if there's anything you want to get into, I mean, we're, we're looking pretty good. I mean, I'm happy because we've never i like visiting we never we always oh, I know. are chit-chatting but we never get to like get into it so that's the why i look at it as like this is a, a forced conversation which is fine you no, know we um, get to know i've learned things i didn't know and i and i get had, had albums a, to check out yeah and i had um, i don't k- give a damn about shrimp scampi but whatever that's okay
1: yeah and i forget but i mean cuz there was some drummer i wanted to ask you about oh, and boy! Now, and now i can't remember oh
0: no think about it i'll kill time
1: oh can't remember oh no
0: i wish you would here Hmm. listen to the theme song again and it'll jog your memory did you think of it
1: no no but but i I was just gonna i was just gonna say there's who are some of your favorite drummers
0: oh man uh, I always, I have, I have the, well, okay. So first of all, let the record show in the, in this day in history, Charlie Watts died today. Oh yes. Yes. That's today.
1: what, that's what I meant to bring up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. RIP Charlie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: RIP Charlie. That's a sad, it's a sad day. Charlie Watts. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of a drag to wake up today yeah. and see that this point in history, Charlie Watts died. it's weird. Yeah. I like, I'm not a, it's funny. The stones are always a mystery. To me, I would say offhand, I'm not a Stones fan because I'm like, I love the Beatles, I love Led Zeppelin, I love The Who, and then the Stones are somewhere in there. But if I really think about it, song per song, I love a lot of Stone songs. And I go, So then you're a fan? Well, but it, it's like when I was younger, it was like camps, and I oh, felt yeah. like I wasn't in the Stones camp, even though in reality, I kind of am, I guess, because song by song. You know, I remember I got. They had this an album called 40 Licks." It was just like forty of their hits, and I realized I like every one of these songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, then you must be a Stones fan." Well, so
1: i, I mean, I was always in the Beatles camp. Okay, and yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, and I—I I had every Beatles album, sure, up until somewhere around Ram or with, with yeah, with yeah, some sure. of the yep. solo stuff. Mm-hmm. I never owned a single Stones album. Yeah, yeah, ne- me neither. Never a one. Yeah, me neither. You know, yeah. it just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, me
0: neither for some reason, but but yet still. But it is sad that Charlie Watts is oh, dead because, yeah. I mean, there's so many people the world over. It's yep. definitely the end of an era, no oh, doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think, I, for whatever it's worth, um, I think Charlie Watts, it's beautiful because he's kind of like has his own voice. Like, he's not trying to fit drum things into he created a style of his own with that hi-hat thing and he plays to that band and they kind of created a beautiful one-off thing that belongs only to them and he's part of it yeah see you know?
1: and, I, and that's what with the drumming thing i have always i have heard that about him and in bill wyman the, yeah you know best yeah. best rhythm section ever uh, and i i was all like well
0: that's kind of the way i feel about you it you know but it is yep. unique, I guess, in in itself. But, but my favorite drummers, I always say, um, I at, at some point I narrowed it down to three. It's Ringo, yep, Tom Ardolino from NRBQ, yep. and Bunny Carlos from Cheap Trick. That's Those I'm are asking. the three.
1: Bunny, what's what's the? Um, I what, wish there were what, drums
0: here. I would explain it. W- w-
1: yeah, what's the, what's the fascination with? Because his name okay. has come up at All Shinola right. practices. Okay. Uh. Boy, I, someday
0: we're going to have drums here, and then I'll I'll be able to demonstrate it. All right. So, Bunny Carlos, I don't know if, how much this has to do with it, but they're from Rockford, Illinois, which is near Chicago. Yep. So, I wouldn't say his playing is rootsy, but it's rootsier than The Sweet or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And he does this thing because he's... He's kind of left handed on a right hand. He's kind of ambidextrous. He almost plays, when he plays rock and roll, it's almost like a country train beat, but straight. Instead of that, he goes. He does this thing with the. He does a train, a straight train beat with his snare, and plays quarter notes on the hi hat. When you put it together, nobody does that. Huh? And it's it's a really unique thing that's to me. I mean, I love that band anyway, but sets that band apart. And nobody plays like that but him and me because I see him do it, and I go, I want to do that. Hmm. But when I was younger, I thought it was a thing. Yeah, that everyone does, and then I realized only he does it. So, yeah, and his feel. And he's he he's like Ringo plus kind of. Hmm. It's the way I look at it. He starts with Ringo, and then um. But he has a lot of Dave Clark in his playing, too, which is oh, interesting. Really? It's like yeah. different. He has a different take on it.
1: Yeah, I was a fan. Of, I was a big Dave Clark fan. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh. But,
0: but, um, yeah, Bunny is something else. And then, you know, Tom Arlino from NRBQ. Yeah. I, I was lucky enough to grow up hearing that stuff secondhand. And that was another one. I would hear his playing and go, why doesn't everyone play like this? And you realize nobody does because I don't know why, but they should. It's the way rock and roll should feel.
1: And he always looks like he's gonna lose his stick. Oh
0: god, it's amazing. I I used to watch him, and and think to myself like, he he totally knows what he's doing. The core of it is tight. Yeah. But it's so loose around the outside. It's like he's like a slop artist. <laughs> like it's not getting out of his control. Yeah. He's got a tight grip on it. But he's colouring way outside the lines, but the center is always right oh. there. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah, one of my favorite so, so those are my three favorite players. Um, you know, it's kinda weird. I like a lot of other things, but like I'm obviously when I say this I'm not a jazz guy, really. Yeah. Um I love a lot of funk drummers. Um I love reggae drumming. Um but those three, that's my thing. You know, I'm not really like a heavy fusion player or anything like that. It's just not, not really yeah, my thing. Like I appreciate, th- I love
1: yeah. a lot of stuff. I well, just, with some of those bands that, that I, the country th- ones that I told you about, like with Paisley and yeah. with, um, like with that um, uh, Dire Straits yep. on the night, the drumming, especially on On the Night. I'll have to listen to it. Phenomenal. I don't know that album.
0: I'll have to, do you know who the drummer is? I'll have to, I'll get into it.
1: I get confused. I uh, there, there's the, the I wouldn't the, know. It's either Chris Witten. Okay. Chris Witten, who was the
0: original Dire Straits dude.
1: I forget his name. All right, but it's Chris Witten, who's who happens to be on on that live album.
0: I'm going to very casually yeah. Google it while we're sitting here, so we don't have to wonder, and then we can we can get on up. Yeah, because there's
1: Chris Witten and there's Chris White, and I think Chris White is the sax player. Chris Witten is the drummer.
0: I that sounds like it might be right, but let's see Dire Straits. On the night. Okay, here we go. We're going to get to the bottom of this live right now. Wikipedia, here we go. No, I don't want to (laughs) donate. No, I'm just kidding. They're not even asking. All right, let's see. Personnel, it is Chris Witten. Yep. Okay. Yep. And Paul Franklin, you already said that. That's your pedal steel guy. Yep. Yeah, I'll check this out. I don't know this album, so I will check this out for sure cool really cool alright um yeah I don't know that album
1: alright yeah yep. and he, like I said Franklin's playing on that all the songs are different yeah yeah Um, and his playing it just it just fits
0: yeah it might be time for me to get into Dire Straits this might be a good a good entree
1: huh? money for
0: what money for nothing money for nothing that's right that's right alright cool
1: chicks for free
0: yeah I guess right I guess I guess so um anything anything else you want to add this was beautiful hey. this was awesome i had a good time yeah i told you that's all it is we're just hanging out it's awesome cool all right um when is you don't is there a next shine gig yet is there one on the books we don't know
1: don't know okay we're all hoping there is yeah yeah um how
0: the i did what i had a gig i think how did the main pub go was it good you're oh, outside went very well oh good
1: we we're outside good. okay yeah that's what i saw we packed the place good yep there was an hour and a half wait for tables good good you know yep it was a good night yeah it good. good night which should be yeah that's awesome
0: beautiful it's a beautiful thing yeah so we'll get lauren's uh version of the story next week
1: okay you know yeah, you can't trust anything drummers <laughs> tell you <laughs> that is true <laughs> that is true all right um oh by the way can i put in a plug yeah sure lauren's recording is phenomenal
0: okay all right we're gonna talk about i haven't heard it so excellent yeah i I wouldn't be surprised excellent
1: surprise me with the the breadth of his oh cool stuff
0: i saw him i told you i that's you know whatever i mean i guess my opinion matters because i'm here in front of a microphone but i saw him i had not seen him with christine yet and i saw them i saw christine Ullman and rebel montez and her band play with lorna on drums and it was Beautiful. Yeah, I was like, I mean, nothing against Larry. I just I haven't seen Christine in years in yep. a long, in a long, long time. Yep. But I I love Lawrence playing. I know Lauren's playing, and I appreciate he's you know got his thing going, and his thing with Christine. It was just like, hmm. okay, now we're talking. Yeah, this yeah. is now this is really really cool. Oh. so yeah, I, w- I was blown away by that. So oh, it's kind of cool. It seems like everybody's good. having a good time. Yep, you know, and hopefully, the good times will.
1: Continue, yep. kind of, you know, <laughs> like a little, we're just kind of yeah, getting there. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Get yeah. vaccinated, people.
0: Yes, yeah, quit screwing around, seriously. Um, all right, Ed Iaruso, a pedal steel player from Connecticut. They're rare, they're rare, but we got one, we got one here. No oh, figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks for coming. I appreciate hey, it. This thanks was for fun. having me, John. Oh, of course, this was, this was great. It was of course, a blast. always fun talking to you. Now we're officially talking. Okay, like, yeah, it's great. Thank you, John. Yeah, you got it. Ed I Russo was here. Pedal steel player. Grew up in Connecticut. Plays with the Shinolas. Look for him. You're gonna see him somewhere down the line. I'm John Peckman. John Peckman podcast. Connecticut School of Music. Uh, Connecticut. I did it again. Because look at this is... You know where we are. Come over the bridge, start looking left. I got to go. All right, see you. Bye.